Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show live from New York. And now, here are your hosts, LC and Jack. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the L.C. and Jack Radio Show with the man, your boys, I should say, L.C. and the bread man. Hold it down. Give us a shout here in the studio. We're live and direct. Area code 347-843-4738. Up close and personal, Urban Talk Radio. We thank you for joining us for another edition of the show. And it is... Very, very beautiful uh, up here in the NYC after a rainy, rainy morning. But now the sun is out and about, so I'm going to enjoy the beautiful weather while we have it today after the show. So hang in there, and, and hopefully wherever you are, the weather is just as nice. What is the word there, Brett? The word is Miami three P, baby. <laughs> on, on, I'm leading the bandwagon. I'm, oh I'm boy, here we go. Those Miami fans now, since Indiana's on the ropes, they feel they can three three P now. Y'all, y'all didn't think that though before. So now that now that Miami's, um, excuse me, Indiana's in trouble. Everybody's on the Miami bandwagon again, so well, you know it's all good. I don't, I still don't think they're gonna win, even if they they probably win the East now. It's pretty apparent, Indiana, unless all of a sudden in the next series they they kind of get their act together. It doesn't look like that they're gonna they, they they're gonna put this thing together. So we'll we'll, we'll see how it shakes out. That's why they play the games. But I tell you, Atlanta has been kicking their tail. Unbelievable. So, so what's happened with you there, Brett? Are you uh, in the NYC? You're uh, out of town as you normally are. What's what's the deal? About to sneak out later on and do a show. You know what I'm saying? I did a show. Uh, I did a show. What was that Thursday? I did a show Thursday up by you in Huntington at the Ohio okay. Uh It was a fundraiser for the Cancer Center for Kids at Winthrop, you know, University Hospital. It was eighth annual, black and white ball. Let me tell you, it was off the chain. I was, I really? was rubbing elbows, rubbing elbows with the rich man. Yeah, yep. well, up up there where you were at, 
Yeah, definitely rich, rich and famous. No doubt about it. Yep, yep. Had a good you were up at the castle. Uh, those that don't know the castle, the owner of the castle recently had an altercation in the parking lot. So, was there a lot of security up there? I haven't heard anything going on up at the castle. But what was it like? Yeah, let me tell you. We could have we could have did a job up in there, but I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of nervous because, you know, my people asked me to do it. I'm like, you can cancel. Ain't that where the owner got shot? Okay, you want to send me, huh? All right. <laughs> so when I got there, I was kind of on the edge, you know. You're thinking, oh, it might happen again. But um, relax. I mean, I didn't see anything but the valet people when I got there. And, you know, I did my thing with Odin and setting up the show. And, um... It was a good show, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I did leave some equipment there, and I had to go back the next day. Then it was like Fort Knox. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, because they had to open the gate for me. I had to tell them why I was coming back in. You know, when I first went there, there was nothing going on. But uh, the second day when I went back, you know, it was like Fort Knox up in there. So I, th- I guess it, that's what happened when the guy did his thing. He, he kind of, you know, planned it out. When the, know when to go when the to go you know right he found out when it was lax and um that's probably what happened because there ain't no way to get in there the way that security is with that gate and the moat and all that stuff it's pretty pretty uh tight it's so pretty you know tight you in there now huh wall or going through that big old gate so he, he knew what he was doing whoever did it <laughs> Yeah, well, you would you would have thought that they would have had really tight security now. Nah, it, it, it's not tight at all. Believe that. You know, but they didn't wow. really check me out. They just they just went by my word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Black man just coming through, coming to get wow. something he left. Last. <laughs> what? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but uh. It's, if you got God on your side, you don't have to worry then, you know? There you go. There you go. But, uh, yeah, so it's Saturday. Uh, what is this, the 20, what is this, the 26th, 28th? 26th. 26th. I lost track of the dates. I know. Yep. Yep, May is right around the corner. It is officially going into the uh, you know I want to say the spring season it officially is it feels like it now I mean the weather's been it's been real nice so we will uh, start to enjoy it barbecues if you haven't started we'll start Memorial Day will be fast approaching once we get into May so it's it's just a really really great time of year. So, kick back and enjoy it, and make sure you tune in because we have some great guests that's coming. May's starting to line up, so make sure you stay here each and every week and um, enjoy enjoy great radio. So, Brett, a lot of lot of things going on. One of the things I was pretty fascinated with was Time Magazine has only one, two, three, five African-American women that has graced that cover. 
as the woman, um, I believe it, they, they say woman of the year. So I say it to say this, Beyonce was, rec- uh, was just recognized as the woman of the year. And she's been the, only the fifth since the magazine's been around. So we'll play a little questionnaire, Brad. Can you name any of the past African-American women that has Grace Time Magazine's cover as Woman of the Year? No. I can guess Billie Holiday. No. Nope. No Billie Holiday. um, Think big, real big. Oh, that kind of, that kind of, no, I really, I really, um, I don't read the time, so I wouldn't even. Well, these names, once I tell, tell you, think really big as far as women, legendary, so I'll give you some hints. She, um, uh, one of them is actually just, just, um, on the, she's on the news on a regular basis because, oh, Oprah, well, there you go, that's one, very good, cha-ching, Oprah was on in 1998, and one of the reasons why they put her on the cover was, she had did the movie Beloved, which was a, you know, a, a, a phenomenal movie. So she made the cover, 1998. Um, I will give you who else? This one you get. She was recently. Madonna was on there. I remember. Who? Madonna. Was she, well, she, well, she had black, right? <laughs> <laughs> nope, she doesn't count, unfortunately uh, I'll give you a hint She basically was on in the newspaper A little girl came up to her And, you know, gave her a letter saying That she hoped that you could help my father get a job And she's very, very close to the president So I'm sure she passed that on to him Mrs. Obama there you go. 2009, she was recognized first lady, first African-American first lady. And then um, the other one you probably get, but uh, we'll cut to the chase. Aretha Franklin mm-hmm. in 1968 for being the best female artist of the year. As well as cracking down the barriers of, of selling, not just to African Americans, but crossing over, and that's why she won. Uh, what? Well, not when, but she was on the cover mm-hmm. of Time Magazine. So, well, the Franklin little... was doing it in 1968, doing her thing and breaking the down little... barriers at that time, and That'd for right. her to be on Time Magazine. At that time, 
was unheard of. Matter of fact, she was the first African American woman on that cover. So, and there's only been and 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 now, like I said, Beyonce. So it's only been five, which is amazing. I think Little Gabby was on there too. Nope, there's only been five. Gabby wasn't on there for the Olympics. No, I... oh, well, this is, again, this is female of the year. They might have been on the cover, but okay. again, they recognize um, you know, female of the year. Okay. So there's only been five African American female of the year a Time Magazine cover. So she's been one of them. Interesting, interesting. I found that very interesting. It was only been five. So, but anyway. I have uh, I got some more Q and A for you there, Brett. We'll see how sharp you are this morning. Not sharp. I'm telling you, I'm dull because I'm I'm clouded with Miami right now. <laughs> well, you if you're clouded yeah. with Miami, you should be you should be good to go. I can see that I can see that ring and I can see that trophy, man. I can see the light. It's getting closer. <laughs> He's getting closer. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I don't think it's getting closer yet, but. All right, so here's here's a question for you there, Brad. Any idea how much Eddie Murphy had to pay his wife Nicole, his ex-wife Nicole, during the during the divorce settlement? Man. Give it a guess. Man, I'll Murphy, make money. Got some money. I don't think it's more than Tiger Woods. Oh no, no, it's not. It's not even close in that ballpark. I'll give you a hint. It, it's actually relative now. It's actually cheap, very cheap. What Eddie had to pay to get rid of his ex. I say, I say about ten million. Well, okay, not not too far off. I mean, it was twenty. It was actually fifteen million. Okay, fifteen million that Eddie had to pay his ex, trying to say sayonara. And there was some other interesting ones too. And I will see. I'll give you one more to see if he can come close again. It was it was some interesting ones, man. The amount of money that was tossed around. So you mentioned Tiger. Let's hit Tiger. Tiger was on the list of the kind of top nine or ten. Uh, is it cheaper to keep her? I saw this online, so I was like, you know what? <laughs> Let me talk a little bit about this on the show because it's interesting. Just the amount of money that's to be that's kicked around. So Tiger Woods. I think a lot of people know these numbers because obviously. The athlete that he is And he's in the public eye The press is always getting that information out there So He had to pay his ex $110 million Plus I believe also child support On top of that Don't have that number But $110 million Isn't that something? That's big money, man. That's a lot of money, man. That's 
It's a lot of money. He's actually not the highest on the list, though. I was really shocked. The other one that was on the list was uh, Michael Jordan and his ex-wife, Juanita. Yeah. Michael had to pay $168 million. So I was like, wow. So if he had to pay her that, you can imagine how much money Michael has. Yeah. So I was surprised that Tiger actually got off light when you look at those numbers. And then uh, who made the list? Russell Simmons and Kimura. This this doesn't seem right at all. So there must there might have been some some side willings and dealings. And I think Russell had given her, which I think he's uh, baby fat, and he's all he's. Uh, and recently, I think took that back from her. But anyway, forty thousand a month he had to pay. He has to pay. So I have to assume that that's uh, child support in that with alimony. have no idea. Uh, Shaq, Shaq made the list with uh, his ex, Shawnee. I don't know if you remember that. You remember that, Brad? Yeah, I remember her. You remember her? Yeah. He got he got off. Yeah, actually, Shaq got off pretty light, man. He only paid 20000 a month. Mm-hmm. No, I was surprised. A lot of money he has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, this was a shocker. It's, it's it's still a shocker to me. But that just tells you how much Nas, how much Nas money, how much is, he's got long money. Nas and Khalees. $51,000 a month he's got to pay. That's cheap, man. He got off cheap. I don't know, man. That's, that's a lot of money, man. I wouldn't think Nas had that deep pockets. Fifty-one thousand a month. Wow. Okay. Um, we also went, that made the list was the Dream and Christine, Christina Melian. That made the that made the list. I don't know why. That was actually pretty cheap. I mean, um, you know, Dream doesn't have real big money. So his between four and five million dollars a month, and then uh, who also made the list to round it out was Lionel Richie, and his ex. Yeah. Lionel paid a lot because you think about Lionel, right? Lionel has, yeah. um, you know, he, he he made a lot of money. I guess he's still making money. He, he wrote a lot of music for people, so I'm sure those checks are coming in. They had to pay $20 million. $20 million on his divorce settlement. So, again, uh, that that kind of rounds out the list that I have. I was very, very surprised, though. Oh, so actually, one more, Brett. I, I did say the top ten. This is actually huge, and I'll, I'll see if you can come up with the number. So, everybody knows the man from New Orleans, Master P. He's He's... he's, he's Looks like he's going to be getting a divorce from his wife, Sonia. Hmm. Any idea, Brad, how much how much he's worth? Man, Master Peter worth a gazillion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's worth a lot. I, I was, it was unbelievable how much that the assets they say that he and his wife have, and then the companies. So him and his wife 
collective assets are $178 million. And supposedly the assets from all his companies is like $300 million. And she wants, she only wants 67 million of it, which is supposedly 40% of of his, I guess, his total number. I don't know how they come up with that, you know, with with his company's worth and then what they have together. She, they they come up with the number of 67 million dollars. So, stay tuned for that. It's going to be interesting to, to see what the final numbers are with Master P. Mm. Yeah. Master P. He's been quiet. He hasn't been on many. He hasn't been doing anything lately. <laughs> so interesting stuff there, Brett. Yes, sir. Very, very interesting on those numbers. I, I was actually pretty surprised on it, especially, like I said, I, the Nods. I never thought Nods had that much money. I mean that's that's a lot of money a month to be paying. Well, that's small change for you, right, Brad? Hey man, that's small change for me, baby. I don't I don't go with those. I got an inside trader move. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's what's going down. What uh, what's cooking this weekend, Brad? I know you you're out of you got a show you said that's that's cooking. Why don't yeah. you uh let us know what what's the deal? Yeah, I got uh, yeah, a nice little show not too far away, but uh next weekend I'm going heading back out to Pittsburgh to do a fundraiser there. But the biggest thing just coming up, Memorial Day weekend, I will be in the APL at the carnival. Uh for Memorial Day weekend, they're going to have a big uh carnival festival. It's the official Latin Caribbean Carnival Parade and Festival. Uh, it's going to be kicking off at noon. And it's going to end up at the Morris Brown Heritage Stadium in ATL. So I will be there along with all my peeps. You know what I'm saying? If you want to get down and get your tickets early and go online, you can go online to atlantacarnival.org and buy your tickets. only $15 in advance. And you know how they say, more at the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that. I got the Iceman coming. I got my man Plessy and uh, some of my military buddies. We all get together and some other friends, man. We're going to have our own little meet and greet. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's going to be live. I'm looking forward to uh, being there. I already got my that. hotel at the Westin, so I'm good. Uh-huh. You, you know? said the Iceman. Yeah. How the heck is he, man? I haven't heard from that cat in ages. Down there in Columbus, you know, doing his thing. He's doing real good down in Columbus, Georgia. But uh, he's going to meet me up there probably on the 22nd, and we're just going to just hang out and, you know, have fun, you know? Well, you tell, tell the Iceman I said what's happening. I will. It's been a long, been a long time. I haven't talked to the Iceman in ages. It's been like seven years since he's been up here, man. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. The last time I saw him was actually, yeah, I won't get into it now, but. But he was last up here. We had a ball. Yeah, yeah we yes, had a ball. Yeah, baby. I was there. <laughs> we had a ball. Yeah. So, but yeah, definitely tell him big up. And, man, I wish I could go down to ATL with you. I, I'll be tied up up here at NYC. 
Mm-hmm. But I definitely want to get back down to the ATL. So many friends have moved down there. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, definitely have a good time whenever I go down to the ATL. It is a blast. I tell you, man, it is... When you talk about partying and down south and all that good stuff, Atlanta's, Atlanta's where it's at. And you got some stuff, you know, down in North Carolina, good good time as well. But I think I think ATL's got that got that lock. Yeah, they got it. They got it locked down there. So vibe, a lot of nice places, meet people, a lot of people doing things and. It's really a good vibe, man. It's, it's, it's something that is to be commended, man. I mean, Atlanta, I remember going down many, many, going back a ways. And, you, you know, it's just starting. And then now you can just be like, wow, it's the way it's come from. So it's uh, definitely uh, a place to go to. So many people moving down there. I don't know if I would move down in Atlanta, maybe on the definitely on the outskirts, so much traffic. I mean, you think New York City traffic is bad? They have nothing on New York City traffic. Let me tell you, that <laughs> New York City traffic is that traffic in Atlanta is is <laughs> it's ridiculous. You got you not you got to know how to get around it. There's ways to get around it, but you got to know how to get around it. I, I figured it out. You figured it out? Well, you better to be, man, because I, I was like, Phew. I mean, it is crazy down there with the traffic. I mean, you got like six lanes, and you're going nowhere fast. Mm-hmm. So, but, um, all right, Brad, well, let's take a brief pause for the course, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Bob Kendrick, president of the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum in Kansas City, Missouri, and you're listening to the LC and Jack Radio Show. Hey, yo, what up? This is Keith Murray. I'm chilling with my boy LC and Jack on the LC and Jack Radio Show, Death Squad LOD. Check out my new single, Laws of Polarity. Peace. Hi, I'm Evelyn Champagne King. I'm here at the LC and Jack Radio Show. What's good, family? It's your girl, Adina Howard, and you are listening to the one and only Elsie and Jack radio show. Love you, boys. Go. We love you, too. <laughs> love big up. more. Love us more. Up. Big up to um, Adina Howard doing her thing. And uh, we definitely owe her another phone call get her back on the show to see when that new music's coming out I'm, I'm really excited to hear it so when we last spoke she was in the lab she's actually I think everything was ready to roll yes, sir. and so so we'll see we'll see uh, when she's ready to come back on we will definitely get her back on and uh, it will be a fun interview you missed out, Brad, on on the interview that we did. It yeah. was a blast. Yeah. But um, we'll get it back on. And Brad, man, I'm sure we'll partake. 
and that interview. They definitely won't miss it. So, Brad, not a lot kicking this week on the show, man. I'm I'm pretty much almost speechless, but what do you got, man? I know you got a ton of uh, shout-outs and all that good stuff. Yeah, I just want to give a birthday shout-out to Malay Malay down in the ATL. It's her birthday today. And uh, another birthday shout-out to one of my homegirls, uh, Keisha at the Long Island Glamour Hair Spot over here in Deer Park. Miss Dawn Gray. I want to give her a birthday shout-out as well. And a couple of birthdays I missed uh, in the past few days since I've been rolling. Miss Felicia Vasquez, Mr. Joe Dusho, one of my co-workers, Miss Keisha Regis. I want to give her a birthday shout-out also, a good friend of mine. And I want to give a shout-out to Miss Roxana Santos. I want to give her a big birthday shout-out on the LC and Jack radio show. And my little nephew last weekend, Easter Sunday, I was down in um, the D.C. area. I got to visit the uh, Martin Luther King Memorial. That was really nice. And I went to the Lincoln Memorial. Had a good right. time down there. How was it, Brett? How was the uh, MLK? Nice. God, that's all I'm about to do, I think, this summer. Let's see if we can take the family, pack them up, see if we can yeah. get down there. Yeah, it was nice. I took some pictures. I didn't post them yet. I just didn't have the time to post them. But uh, it was really nice. Um, a lot of his quotes are on the wall. Uh-huh. And uh, stand by him, take pictures. And some of them are just so relevant to this day. Some of the stuff that he had said and was quoted. And they had the year that he quoted it as. So uh, it's really nice. The Lincoln Memorial. It was really nice. I mean, it was kind of hot out. And when you go inside the uh, Lincoln Memorial, it was nice and cool, man. It was like, like winter up in there. It <laughs> 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 was shining in there. So it was like, oh, marble. So I guess marble uh, don't keep the heat out or something, man. I'll tell you, it was just crazy. Wow. Yeah. Really enjoyed myself, man. Big time. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's definitely something on my hit list. That's just history. Got to get these young ones mm-hmm. to get a chance to see it, feel it, touch it, as they say. So we definitely going to roll on down. It's a short trip. So, well, mm-hmm. uh, matter of fact, we got a trip that we're going to be going down past that way. And that actually be good on the way back to hit. Spend some time. You know, even a couple of hours or half a day walking through that memorial. The Lincoln Memorial is right next to MLK, correct? Uh, it's not too far. It's a nice little walk, you know. You can see it, you know, just walk down the street and it's up, it's up a little ways. Like a 10-minute mm-hmm. walk. Yeah, it's not bad. But the Jefferson Memorial is far. You know, yeah, you got to take a hike for that. Wow. <laughs> Close the quarter, yeah. Now you do yep. a tour. What was how? How did you uh, guys down uh, there? Went down there on a um, Saturday, and uh, we just went found a good parking. You got to you got to hound for the parking for somebody to come out and just zip in. So we got pretty close near the water, 
And we just walked. We just followed the signs, followed the people. <laughs> right, yeah, and, I was uh, a mob of people out on a Saturday. Oh, man, it was, yeah. it was it was well worth it. It was well worth it. And, uh, it's all good. It's all good. Definitely. It definitely is. So, Brett, we, before we end the show, yeah, I definitely wanted to talk a little basketball. So you mentioned the Heat, and we talked briefly. I tell you, last night I had a chance. I stayed up. I was actually out watching the Portland-Houston game. And I don't know if you had a chance to see it, but, yeah, man, these games, these games – most of these games have all been tight, like coming down to the final seconds. Even the net game, the Nets almost blew the game, came down to the last seconds of the game. So all these games have been fairly fairly close. So, you know, there's been a blowout here. I think Golden State, you know, the Clippers blew out in one game. But it's been amazing, man, all these games. And the road teams, you know, going up. Two zip. I think the biggest surprise was Washington. We're talking about Washington and down in Washington. Well, the Wizards won won two two games in Chicago. They lost last night, so it's two games to one. Washington could have won that game, but. They're up two games to one, which most people are like, wow, how how's Washington winning the series? So you got an excellent series with Washington. Uh, I mentioned the Houston Portland, and and Houston was on the ropes last night. They won. They had to win, otherwise they would they would have gone down three nothing. They won in overtime. That was a tight game. I mean, it came down to the last second. And the um forgot the kid's name came out and hit a three. So they won. Uh who else played last night? The Nets I mentioned and who is the other team? And Chicago won last night. So it, all these series, even San Antonio, they've been in a close series. So it's been very, very interesting. The NBA playoffs, the Heat, hey, even the Heat didn't have it that easy. I mean, not that they were going to lose these games, but they, you know, you would you would have thought that Charlotte would have came in and just made it easy for them, but they, they've actually come out and played. Yep. They, 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 they gave the Heat something to, you know, they gave them a, you know, gave them a little bit of a fight. So it's, uh, it's, it's it's been very exciting. I don't know how many games did you catch a lot of games or no? Brett? Yeah. Did you catch any of the games or what? You've been watching the games besides the Heat? Yeah, man. You know, I told you I'm fixated on the Heat. I don't care about them other games, man. <laughs> <laughs> you beat each other up, knock them, knock each other out. You know I'm going for the underdog. I'm going for the weakest link. <laughs> so we can get that three people without no discussion. <laughs> well, it's, Indiana's it's kind of, going down. Yeah. Indiana, I think they don't, they don't have no identity. And, and, and um, what's my man's name? 
Even A. Smith said it right, man. He said, look, <laughs> they are fighting amongst each other. They have no identity. They don't have a, a clue on what's going on. And they shook. They shook right now. And if Atlanta beats them, it, you know, Frank Vogel is gone. Because that's all they asphyxiated on. Because I told you, uh, Miami didn't even want the, uh, the top seed. They could have did it, but they just coasted in. They said, all right, we got the second seed. We're going to take Charlotte. Go ahead, because Atlanta was doing their thing during the regular season. At the end, yeah, but Atlanta should be. Yeah, but yeah, but Atlanta shouldn't. Knicks was better. Atlanta, better, Atlanta, uh, Atlanta shouldn't be given yeah. the paces now. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. They 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 came on strong, held off the Knicks, but they shouldn't be given the paces, the amount of trouble that they gave them. There's no way. I mean, you know, Atlanta's, don't get me wrong, I'm not hating on Atlanta, but uh, anybody will tell you that that team shouldn't be even in the playoffs. So if the Knicks wasn't so inept, they would have been in the playoffs fairly easy if they would have played a little bit more consistent basketball early in the season. But Atlanta, I give them credit. You know, Jeff T, dude's doing it. You know, just everybody on that squad. But there's no way they should be beating Indiana the way they're beating yeah. them. You know, there's no way. But it just goes to tell you, show you rather that it, it, synergy, you know, with a team is big. Having all that uh, camaraderie, they say, is big. You can see it. When you don't have it, look at it. And you look at the talent that they have. Mm-hmm. So I just, that's team sports for you. I mean, you could have... Really good players around you, and still not win. So yep, yep. Yeah, you know, and so you got to give coaches like Phil Jackson. Then got to got to tip their hat because his mm-hmm. teams always always was in the mix. Sir, you know, even look at Houston now. They may mm-hmm. go down. You would yep. think Houston, all the talent they have, and they want to add Carmelo. They got they got lucky on that three pointer last night. They've been down three zero. Yeah, they did get fortunate on that. It was overtime. I mean, Portland came da- came back. They were way back in that game. Came back, tied it. So, to me, all the pressure's on Houston. No one expects Portland to beat Houston. Mm-hmm. So, and, and if I'm Carmelo and I see these guys go out in the first round, I'm like, you want me to join you guys? <laughs> well, think about it. Not, they don't play, they don't. You would think for a big guy in the middle that they would have very good defense. They don't play really good defense. When I was, I've been watching. You know, of course we don't see. I don't see a lot of Houston games. Mm-hmm. But you know, we were watching. I'm watching it. I was watching it last night. I'm like Harden, they blew him right past Harden. Mm-hmm. And you know, so he's a good offensive player. But when it comes defensively, he's not that good. And and then you have. Uh, you got Jeremy Lin. Of course, he doesn't play any defense. Now he's pretty good offensively. Mm-hmm. And then they, this, and then they have, of course, they had uh, your boy at center, who he can't make a free throw. Mm. So, so if you're going to be like Shaq and not be able to make a free throw, it's not a shot, but it is what it is. Then you got to be dominant inside. You got to be a monster inside. And, he, and then he's not. He go for six minutes. He tired. I got to get a blow. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he's not really that dominant of a, of a, of a force. So, 
Yeah, if I'm Carmelo, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to win with these guys either. These guys don't play defense. Nope. So that, cause, and I mentioned that because Carmelo's going to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's be Chicago and Houston are the two teams vying for him. Of course, the Knicks want him to resign. But those are the two other teams. Now, even Chicago, you look at them. Even with uh, my man uh, who's out hurt, even if Carmelo was to come and join him, I don't think they would have enough scoring. They just they play great defense. Great defense. Could never question them. But I still don't think they have, even with Carmelo, they have enough offense. Because get, don't forget, when you get into the playoffs, you got more than one guy. You got to have two or three guys that can score the ball. Yeah. And, and Chicago only have one guy right now. They just stayed last night. They got they got lucky. Yeah. Uh, you know. So if I'm Carmelo, you know what? I probably just go back to the Knicks because not even though I, I'm on a Houston team that has a lot of talent, I, I'm watching them. Now the team is Portland. I'm I'm like. Well, I'm blown away with Portland. Mm-hmm. Those those guys play. They play some play some ball. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. I, I forget how the the, uh, the matchup work on the, in the second round. But if they play San Antonio, watch out. Watch out. Yeah, they you know they're dangerous, very dangerous. So it's going to be actually we got a couple. We got a couple of people, Brad, here, a couple of guests that I think we're going to get here in the next week or two. Since it is basketball time, it is fitting and an opportunity to uh, meet an NBA referee. Okay. So uh, we will reach out to him. I won't mention his name, uh, but he has been in, well, well, once you hear the name, they're going to go, wow. So he'll be, he's going to come on the show. And I know you have some people that uh, that uh, is in the contact list that we're going to reach out to as, as well to see if we can get them on and talk about this playoff. This is a, an exciting playoff to me, one of the most exciting, because all the games, usually you get you know a couple, two or three series, they sweep them out, or it's one game, they win, and then all of these have been tight, tight yeah, games. Yeah, you know, watching like, whoa, watch out there now. Right. So it's been very exciting. So, you know, we, we, we do talk some sports on here. So I think we're going we're gonna to keep it, especially keep it up because of, of of all the different scenarios that are going on with all the different teams out there. So stay tuned. We're going to hopefully get a guest locked and loaded for next week. Mm-hmm. So uh, the bread man will, will keep us, uh, keep me informed. I'll keep him informed. uh as well, we'll have uh, some good. And we actually, I was trying to also there, Brad. We had the Clyde that was supposed to come on last year. Mm-hmm. And his schedule, his schedule, you know, he goes away and does all this other stuff during the off season. So we couldn't, we couldn't really catch up with him. We had to circle back. So we're gonna reach back out to Clyde and see, mm-hmm. see if we can get him on. It'd be interesting what he says, because yeah, especially yeah. with all the changes going on with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting who he thinks would be a good coach since the Knicks now are looking for a new head coach to take them in the Phil Jackson era. Yes, sir. So it's it's going to be interesting. And, of course, the Heat are looking, as you say, for the 3 P. 
I think the 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 the, the Heat have everything lined up for them now. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they're going to make it back to the finals fairly. I mean, hey, I can't sleep on the Nets, though. The Nets should beat yeah. Toronto. They beat them last night. So they would be playing your boys. I don't. They're not going to beat the Heat. I think they'll mm-hmm. they'll, they'll give them. They're going to they're going they're going to beat the heck out of them. But yeah. they're not going to they're not going to. Yeah, when it's all said and done, the Heat Heat will win. But it, yeah. it should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Another big series that that's going to be seeing LeBron in New York, not in mm-hmm. Madison Square, but the Barclays. Yeah. That's going to be a hard ticket. To, you're not going to be able to get a ticket in there. Hey, hey, hey. Never know, baby. Never yeah. know. <laughs> the says, hey, I you got the inside trader school. Get along now. You I got the inside trader school. Watch out now. We just got to see who, who gets to the second round. Hey, when it, once it goes down, baby, look out. Take your phone. Take your yeah. text but, messages. <laughs> well, you know, well, you know, LeBron's definitely going to be there. Um in the second round, and if the Nets, the Nets, I'd be shocked if they don't get into the second round. So that would be the next matchup that I know. So mm-hmm. we will see what the deal is when, when that does happen. But uh, it, it's it's going to be good seeing uh, some of old Boston, Bostonites now with the Nets mm-hmm. going back out LeBron and company. D-Wade. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very, I mean, I'd love to get in to see one of those games. Mm-hmm. So so we'll see what happens. But anyway, what do you got there, Brad, before we just wrap this show and get ready for next week's show? And see uh, I, got a, I got a show off the press uh, little tigwig here from my girl, Miss Shannon Cash. She, uh, she sent me some 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 interesting news that she wants to get out because ESPN is not reporting it. So I said, don't worry, we got blog talk. We're not afraid to get the news out to the people. TMZ reported that racist um, Sterling rant on tape, the L.A. Clippers owner Donald Sterling was allegedly caught on tape making racist comments to his girlfriend some of which were about NBA Hall of Famer Magic Johnson. So, you know, we're mm. not afraid to talk about it. We'll talk about it some more when we get more details on it and um, on the next show. But she just wanted me to get that out there because she don't want it to be swept under the rug. I said ESPN ain't going to talk about it because they're controlled by the powers that be. You know, we have no strings attached to us, so we can no. report it as right. as called. You know what I'm saying? So that's yes. a little tidbit I just want to get out there. Thank you, Mr. Shannon Cast. I've been in California for being um, on top of that for us. All right? But, uh, yeah. We're going to get no to the problem. bottom of it. Real. You know? That is the power of the internet. Needed in, in this day and age, especially for my owner uh, of, a, of a franchise like that, the Clippers, you know? Yep. You're so right there, uh, Brett. Mm-hmm. It is um, sad that you, you hear this, but. Unfortunately, we still have people out there that are ignorant, but uh, that's that's just how it is. That's life, and so we move on. But, uh, yeah, so I'd like to give my shouts to all of you, again, for tuning in, and really stay tuned. Things will get better and better each and every week on LC and Jack Radio Show, so we appreciate your support. Make sure you check us out on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
just to see see what see what's going on in those in those social networking arenas. So until next week, myself and the bread man is gonna bid you adieu. Stay safe, stay sound. Goodbye. Peace.